Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another Ali Rouge. I'm your host, Peter Hoon. And today joining me are cop season ticket holders and regulars, Keith Colvin and John Nicholson. And I'm delighted to say we have a Forest fan, Peter Hillier, who'll be telling us all about the Forest uh, season so far and what we should expect at Anfield on Saturday afternoon. Um, he's one of the Forest fans who's responsible for the Nota Tragedy chanting banner and also they're going to be laying wreaths at the Memorial, Hillsborough Memorial and the Heysel Memorial later on. But first of all, we want to talk about the football. So, <clears throat> 6 1 demolition against Leeds. Back with it, uh, back with a vengeance. But is that Keith? Do you think it was a case of Leeds are so poor that it made us look good, or was it a case of you know, you've just got to beat what's in front of you for the first half hour? Bearing in mind that uh, we looked fairly sluggish and fairly slow and lethargic, didn't we? And it wasn't until we got the goal that uh, which should have been just a how to think, you know, if you looking back on it, uh, another brilliant VAR decision. But um, what do you think? Was it Liverpool at the mojo back or was it Leeds at awful? Um, you'd, you'd like to think the latter, uh, uh, sorry, the, the former, where the Liverpool got better overnight. Uh, but Leeds, Leeds are the poor side. You know, they, they've been poor all season. They, you know, they, they're saying that mm. when they got beat by Palace, I've seen bits of that. And they, were, they, were all, they were probably the better side until Palace equalised later on in the first half. So they're not to be taken lightly. Um, and obviously, as you said, that the game was nipping, talking a bit tight before we scored that goal, which I think everyone thought was going to get disallowed. But obviously, as you said, VAR and its infinite wisdom decides to overrule it, which is mad. Um, but once we did get the goal, and, and obviously we settled down a bit more, and you know, um, I certainly think once obviously Jota got onto the scoreboard and we started being a bit more fluid up front, then because he got a bit more confidence. Um, yeah, you can, as you said, you can only beat what's in front of you, and you know, we struggled. You know, Leeds give us a game at Anfield this season and beat us. You know, and probably on on the runner play, probably a draw was a proper result. They got the late the late goal. So, you know, you, you take whatever you take now at this stage of the season. Just, you know, it's probably not going to do us any favours trying to get onto the top four. I think that ship's well sailed. But yeah, if yeah. we can finish the season on a high and and you know win every game now to the end of the season, um, it will be a, a good result for us. But there's no guarantee of that you know we're playing Forest on Saturday. And who's to say what Liverpool is going to turn up? We just don't know, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not saying you can't. I don't hate that phrase. You can't trust, and that's that's that to me is a lot, not right. But you just don't know who's going to turn up on Saturday. Um, yeah. So you take what you take and enjoy the game because it was a good game to win. 
Yeah, John, I mean, there wouldn't be many people with uh, with money on 6-1, would they? I wouldn't have thought. Well, you do think, to be honest, with Liverpool, <clears throat> we can win 5-0 tonight. Well, we, we might get beat 2-0 as well. And I'd say yeah, the same yeah. for Saturday, honestly. You know, I know Pete doesn't want to hear this, like, but Liverpool can win 5 or 6 nil on Saturday. But, but, you know, it's the way that we play sometimes and the goals you've conceded, just like Leeds United, Peter's at Anfield, well, Forrest could do the same. Yeah, and it's know, all down to the first goal, isn't it, really? I think Liverpool... Uh, well, well, yeah, I think it is, because if you think back to the Brentford game away, the first 15 minutes of that, first 10, 15 minutes, Liverpool just dominated it, had all the ball, yeah. looked like they were going to score, had a goal ruled out, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah. Next thing you know, with a goal down, a follow Brentford's attacks, yeah. it might have happened the overnight with Leeds. Once or twice, they were just sort of in on goal straight away. But it never happened. But then once we got in front, and particularly then once the second one went in, that was that was more or less it. We were only going to take them apart then. Yeah, were you were surprised with the VAR decision? I mean, I think no. most time that's given. No. Oh, you think you, you don't think it was handball? No, no, I'm not saying that. You asked me if it was a surprise with the VAR decision. <laughs> oh. I'm saying no because VAR is is. I remember two years ago or whatever when we had a conference call with Mike Riley and I said to him, all that you've done is put another group of fellas 300 miles away or whatever from the ground where the match is taking place who are going to make a subjective decision. And he said, no, we haven't. I said, well, you have. That's what you've done. And that's exactly what happens yeah. with the fellow in the VAR studio, whether he thinks, well, my opinion's this. My, you know, it's all just subjective decisions all the time. It's always inconsistent. They're always having to make excuses for them. So, did I expect the goal to be disallowed? Yes. Was I surprised? No. All right. Yes. Peter, um, in terms of Forest, have you been a victim of these VAR decisions recently? We, um, there was a horrible one went wrong against us against United the other day, um, where Maguire clearly handballed it. And yeah. everybody recognised that he handballed it, and the excuse from VAR was he handballed it in a crowd of players. But when since when has that been a? <laughs> I have to temper that a little bit with the fact. Yeah. That, um, I don't. I wouldn't imagine you get many Huddersfield fans tuned into this. Not but, really. But they they will point out that we're only in the Premier League because of VAR. Because it, yeah, yeah. But that Maguire that Maguire handball was most of the time that's given, isn't it? Yeah. Most of yeah. the time it's given, you know. And, that's the, I think it's yeah. the inconsistency, isn't it, that it frustrates so many people. You know, that another on another day that Trent's and ball would have been given, and on another day Maguire's would have been given. You know, it's just mad. It's mad. But going back, uh, Keith, to the to the goals. I mean, um, <clears throat> it was a great goal, wasn't it? The opener and Gakpo was there again. I mean, he's looking a player, isn't he, Gakpo? Well, yeah, Gakpo for is obviously he's one of them players. He sort of starts the game in a, in a bit of a slow mode, and then once he gets into it, and you know he does something good or he scores a goal like he did against United the other week. Um, once he scored that goal against United, he come alive, didn't he? And similar to like the, I know he scored, you know, later on in the, in the half against Leeds, but once he scored, the confidence seems to flow through him, and he becomes a completely different player. And the same with Jota, really. You know, Jota yeah. was similar to yeah. that, wasn't he? And I think you know. 
another player like is Curtis Jones. You know, he's been getting a better stick probably over the last yeah. couple of games because he's been getting picked. But he grew into the game, and he, you know, he put some, you know, he put a great ball through for Jota to score. And I yeah. think he's another player who, who's sort of the old five on confidence anyway. But yeah, Gakpo and Jota and, and like said Curtis Jones, I think they need. He's been getting the run of games, and and it's been he's been proven right the manager now by sticking with them a little bit because yeah. they seem to be they all come good in that game, obviously. Yeah, I don't understand but, the criticism for Curtis Jones because he hasn't had that run of games. No. You've got to get match fit. You take a few games to get match fit. Yeah. So I think I think it's the I think it's basically the hangover from we haven't got a midfield. I think he's suffered by that. If we had a, a stronger midfield and a better midfield in depth, he wouldn't be getting the stick. But he. Seems to get a bit of stick if he's on the team sheet. I yeah. mean, it's not right, is it, John? You got to you got to support these players, haven't you? Yeah, it's 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 totally not right. I think maybe this season for Curtis Jones was always going to be the one where he just needed to just step up a little bit and um, become more consistent and and um, um, shows what he can really do. But his injuries have blown all that out, you know, because he hasn't had. He hasn't had a season. He's hardly been available. Yeah. Now yeah. that he's had two or three games, I think I, I think he's done okay. I thought he did yeah. okay at Chelsea. Yeah. Pete, do you, know, you some of your uh, local players suffer from? You know, if the if the local, I mean, I don't know how many local players you've got, but do they suffer more criticism? Yeah. The, the, the one at the minute is, um, and he really divides opinion. Is Brennan Johnson, who is clearly one of our better players, and he's come through our youth system. Um, but he's a bit of a he's a bit of a target for he's a bit of a target for 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 some people, and I think that's that's always been the case. Joe Worrell's another one um, takes a lot takes a lot of grief, and yet he's you know, he's come through our system. He's Forest through and through. Um, yeah. He'd be a top Premier League player. So it's not just a Liverpool thing, then, is it? No, it's absolutely not. No, no. I think it's probably the same, you know, all over, isn't it? If if you're visible, you, you people know the family and they. Seeing in in the city centre or whatever, they're always going to get a bit more stick, aren't they? I think you know. I think Carragher suffered from that, didn't he, Keith? Yeah, uh, I, I think know. I think because you are known in the city, wherever you come from, people expect more area, and and possibly they want you to to succeed probably more than than most. And when you don't seem to, in some people's eyes, you know, do what you expect you to do, you know, it, they are an easy target. But Carragher, you know. When he first you know, he played left back, then he you know it was always the case that Cameron Road used to duck, didn't he? Basically, when he <laughs> playing the ball down the line, but you know uh, that wasn't his fault. He just played. He was played out of position. He, he's a right footed yeah. player playing at left back. Well, um, if you remember, he used to have running arguments with the Cameron Road. Yeah, he Road. did. Yeah. So you know, yeah. it's 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 not a, a new thing, as you know, as Pete alludes to. Obviously, Forrester getting it. I'm sure if you asked any local team, if any of the local players, rightly or wrongly. Get the stick. They, they, they'll probably tell you the same. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. You know, I'm sure whatever whatever team across the country at the moment, there'll be some poor fella getting slaughtered by someone because he's from the same city, which is yeah. Not not on his ability, probably because you don't think he's trying hard enough or whatever, and he's not yeah. doing this, he's not doing that. Um, you know, again, my my favorite thing, the social media people, they just seem to latch onto these poor lads and get them help. And you know, like Saka last week, Saka missed a penalty for Arsenal, gets slaughtered. Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, well, that's just a QA and a uh, with Alan Kennedy in the week. And, uh, you know, he's not a local lad, but he said he used to have run battles with the Kemlin Road, which is now Kenny Daglish and at the same team. And he said uh, we were beating the famous game against Tottenham in 78. He said we were beating them 6 nearly He's talking about Terry McDermott's goal. And he said, uh, and the Kemlin Road still weren't happy. It was only 6 <laughs> nil. <laughs> <laughs> and then McDermott ran from the from uh, from Garden the Post from a Tottenham corner, yeah. ran ninety yards in ten seconds, and entered that brilliant goal. My eighteenth birthday, that Pete keep telling you. Was that. it? Yeah. Well, he, he also said, and of course, you know, he was out on the lash that night. <laughs> so was I. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it was great to see. Uh, you have to, you know, get those two, wasn't it? Because he's he struggled a bit, hasn't he? And I think again, he's another confidence player. I mean, in Salah, uh, John, do you think, you know, Salah was back to like stroking the ball with, you know, with with beauty, wasn't he? Really into into top corners. It was great to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, um, played well overall. Salah hasn't always. Hasn't always been at that level this season for for whatever reason I don't know but um, yeah better may, maybe with um, some of the other movements in the team that's why he was more involved because I read somewhere the stats that he had more touches than anyone um, has had in the Premier League this season. Oh right, was that right for, for yeah, Salah? Um, and Jota, I think it's said at the last home game because uh, Jota. You know, the way fickle football fans are. He started to be getting a bit of stick. And yeah. I think said the last one game, Chelsea just needs a goal. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's another one yeah. with his injuries. Like, he missed a load of pre-season stuff. Yeah. He came back and got injured again. I think he's out of the season. People get frustrated by Jota's distribution, don't they? You know, and like the fact that his distribution is not top level. Yeah, he, he, he used to score ball. Ball, But now... He hasn't been scoring and his distribution is still the same. Yeah, because he, he gave the ball away a bit in the first half at, at Leeds. But um, but I think we'll see, we'll, we'll see, you know, the best of him now going forward. Now that he's got those couple of goals, um, yeah. you know, took that sort of bit of a burden off his back where they've all been saying you haven't scored for a year, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's missed half a year through injury. Well, he played on a year, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I like Jota. I'd always have him in our team. Yeah. yeah, Pete. I mean, would you would you like um, a forward line of Salah, uh, Jota, <laughs> Nunes? Well, the super the super answer would be no, wouldn't it? The sen- the sensible answer would be yeah. Can we borrow the- can we borrow them tomorrow? Are they all available on uh, are they all available on loan for tomorrow? Are you allowed to do that? Because yeah. we, we, you, know, you guys talking about the ins and outs of players like that, and it's making you feel a little bit nauseous, really. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't, yeah, yeah. we yeah. can't goals. We, you know, we, we, 
that's our that's our problem. And you talked yeah. earlier on first the first goal could be important. Yeah, because yeah. you know, we're very unlikely to get the first goal and it's it's it comes a little bit comes down to I, I wouldn't be saying that, mate. You never well, know. because um, we're unlikely to get it. Pete, do you mind if I ask you a question about you know all these players that you bought in at the start? Yeah. You know, what do the actual the Forest fans actually think about that, mate? Because it's you know, the the all the media have had to say on it, haven't they? In the stand, you know, Sky, every every man and his dog has had a, a say on how many players you brought in. What did the fan, the actual fans, think about it? Yeah, every everybody had a view on it. Um, the people at Talksport were particularly vehement. Seemed to have it, um, have it, have it in for us. Um, I think we realised that we went, we've come up, we came up without a team. We weren't expected to go up. You got to remember, in October last year, we were we were bottom of the first division and. Win and you're thinking like, where's a point coming from? We're going down. We basically went up with a load of um, loan players um, and and journeymen who weren't quite weren't, weren't clearly going to be good enough for the for the Premier League. So so they didn't have a great deal of choice. The problem was, I think that that I don't think Cooper was in charge of the recruitment at the beginning of the season, and I think the better players have come in later, like Morgan Gibbs White, who are, who are, who are Cooper buys and I, I think our owners had a had a hand in what who, who was bought earlier on there was some catastrophic recruitment i mean lingard is as 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 not could have worked out couldn't it but it has not turned out to be a good not turned out to be a good buy at all um he does some good dances on tiktok and apparently he's a nice guy in the dressing room but um <laughs> not actually produced yeah. for us yeah. but but we haven't got a team to go up with perhaps we went up well we did we went up a year too soon we went yeah, up a year. yeah. Feel for Cooper. He's had a tough. He's had a tough time of it. Yeah, Keith. It was great to see. Uh, we've had enough of Forest now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back onto Liverpool. Um, it was great to see Diaz back, wasn't it? Now, yeah. I think he's got to be very careful, hasn't he, with Diaz because he's just got to uh, uh, treat him. You know, yeah, treat him really, gloves, really yeah. careful. So I can't see him starting against Forest, but you know, he could come on again. But it was great to well, see him, and you know, yeah. see him fit again, wasn't he? Yeah, and Diaz is oh, Diaz is in the same position as what Jota was when he first come back into the team. You know, you could clearly see Jota was match, was not match fit, sorry, but he persevered and, and obviously he got his reward against Leeds. And Diaz will be the same. You know, he's you could see on on Monday night he he was off the pace t- terribly, and it's not his fault, obviously. You know what I mean? You know, he looked like yeah, he got a little bit of weight on him that he never had when he was flying for us. So that's got to come off, and he'll only get that by playing and. Yeah, you know, obviously he's a fantastic addition to the squad. Um, it's a pity we couldn't get him back before Christmas. You know, uh, just after yeah. the World Cup. But after the World Cup, it, it, our season might have been different. You'll never know. That's hypothetical. But if you can get get him fit now and keep him fit, and then get a full pre-season out of him, you know, he'll be flying at the start of next season. And that's exactly what the club have got to be looking for now. Yeah, uh, John. I mean, obviously great to see Diaz back. But what did you think of? I mean. Trent's new role of like the inverted fullback, which is something which uh, Pep Guardiola uh, started with, wasn't it? You know, a, a Bayern. You know, I mean, is this a case of Klopp? Is this a case of Klopp going? We're going to have to try this because of uh, circumstances. Quite possibly, yeah. Try it because basically, probably being honest with himself, we're done for fourth place. I mean, I can't see. That, that would happen, you know. Even even fifth is a um, you know bit of a reach at the minute. Um, so yeah, it could be that they thought, well, 
you know, given the circumstances of where we are now in the season, there's no harm in just trying this out. And <clears> it seems to have worked reasonably well. He seems a lot happier, Trent. Yeah. You know, there's been plenty of games this season where he hasn't seemed seems happy to be getting, a lot, seems much, to be getting a lot of the ball, didn't he? You know, and like an awful lot, yeah. 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 And you know when he when he is inside like that, you know his crosses can be just as devastating, aren't they? As as from the yeah. um, from the wide right, you know. I mean, Keith, do you, you know, I know there's been a lot of discussion about this this week, but uh, do you think it's a case of okay, that could be his position, and we need a cover for right back, or or you know, do you think it's just experimenting because there's not much to lose? I think it's a, it's a mixture of everything in some respects. You know, obviously, painfully obvious that he struggled to a fullback uh, for for the multitude of reasons, and, and some of them aren't his fault, by the way. You know, he's he's not had a bit of cover sometimes against certain teams and being exposed. But you can't say that he's not doesn't look comfortable in centre midfield. And you know, he, he created a goal towards the end for uh, Nunes, which was a brilliant ball. You know, it wasn't from wide; it was centre midfield. You clipped over the top, perfect pace, perfect position, goal bang. So he's yeah. capable of doing that from all over the pitch. So why wouldn't you want to utilise the best player who can pass the ball in the team? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, Thiago can pass the ball. We know that, and you know, and obviously, you know, he can do great things with the ball. And even Anderson can put a good ball, a good pass together. But Trent has been consistently our best passer of the ball yeah. from wide right, really, for the last three or four seasons. So if it means him going inside to utilise him and get the best out of him, why wouldn't you want to do it? You know what mm. I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it means that Kanate is is exposed a little bit more on the right hand side, isn't it? And he, it was his mistake that led to Leeds' goal. I mean, do you think it's because he's so young, John? I mean, well, is it like a case of, um, you know, he's got a couple of mistakes in him, Kanate, but I think he's a fantastic player and a fantastic prospect, isn't he? But I'd rather get these mistakes out the way against Leeds rather than, you know, um, Bigger teams, you know. Yeah, but I think that's that's all that it was—just a miscontrol of the ball and and, and leads with it. And hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's just it's just a one-off, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got us out of jail enough times yeah. to, to you know be excused a mistake, and, and hopefully, you know, you won't see many more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think in, even in that match on Monday night, he got a great block in it one time. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, also, no, he's a fantastic player. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When we were at our pump a couple of years ago, the, the centre-halves were always exposed because um, Robertson and, and Trent were always bombing forward, weren't they? So yeah, we, we effectively there. played with two centre-halves. Yeah, so, two you know, defenders, yeah, two so, defenders and... Two wing backs who were always up front, yeah. of course. So they would I think the nervous then you had different people stepping in, like say Van Alderman and whatever to fill a gap. So going back to what we said before, if Trent's a better player for it as a, as it stands now, and get the best out of him, someone else will just have to step in and plug that gap, won't he? Because if he mm. keeps creating goals for you, 
and sent them or sent the center of the pitch, you should just leave, try and leave them in there as, as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Peter, in terms of uh, you're beaten by uh, United uh, last weekend, the goal in each half, but you should have had the pen, as we said before. What's the mood in the camp now? Like, is it fairly defeatist? Is it thinking we can't get out of this now? We're or, or you know, is there still a bit of optimism? I mean, let's face it, I think Southampton are doomed, aren't they? Um, yeah, though they, they've got to play us, which might give them a bit of a hope. Um, the, the not beating Wolves the other week, when they're the one team we've really looked better than. We've had great home form, but it's been grinding results out. Wolves, we actually genuinely, genuinely outplayed them and looked much better than them and still didn't manage to win. And I think that took the wind out of a lot of people's a lot of people's sales. Nobody beat United, you know, and we wouldn't have gone into this season expecting to beat United. The slightly worrying about that was we built a lot on sort of being a bit fierce at home and having the crowd behind them, and the atmosphere has been great, and the players have shown a lot of fight. And a bit of the stuffing possibly fell out in the second half, um, and you just it was, to... a, it was a close game though, wasn't it? Really, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, was never, it was never easy for United. I don't think you know. I, I, I think I think they were always in control of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which is why why you start then thinking about what difference might that Cooper was saying. Well, Steve Cooper said that the penalty didn't change the game, but they do, don't they? As we scored first, it might have made it a very a very different game. But yeah. you know, it's it's we're we're a bit flat at the minute. To be fair, we're we're a little bit yeah. flat. How do you think uh, Cooper would approach the game in Anfield? Then do you think he'll? He'll try and defend, or I mean, you're saying you difficulty scoring, so really he's got to put, he's got to park the bus, hasn't he? Really to try and you know get a, at least a draw, you know? Yeah, the problem with that is we're um, we, we we have difficulty defending as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of gives you an idea as to what as to why we are where where we where we are. I think yeah, um, he's, he's he's taken a very very cautious approach away from. We scored four goals away from home, which. You know, some teams score four goals. Of, you know, you score six away in one in one in one match. We've scored four away all season. Um, you know, so so we've it's we've been a pretty painful watch away from home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we won't provide you with a lot of entertainment value tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's Forest's first trip to Anfield since October nineteen ninety eight in the last century. Yeah. Uh, when Liverpool won 5-1 uh, with four goals from Michael Owen, including one penalty and one from Steve McManaman. Can anyone remember that far back? Keith? No? That, John, I can't remember that. Game? I probably no. went the game, but I can't remember that. I must no, admit. Yeah. I would have gone the game, but yeah. I'm surprised at that. It was the dark days, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, Liverpool weren't pulling those seas up at themselves at that time, really, yeah. let's be honest about it. So, so I mean, has there been much talk, Peter, in uh, Nottingham about just the first game for, like, since 1998 at Anfield? Yeah, the, the statistic that's been bandied around here, though, of course, never mind uh, 1998, the last time we won there, this is a good statistic, um, stat fans, was yeah. 69. We won 2-0 at Anfield. Um, in a season when you finished second to Leeds and we just scraped out a relegation. Um, so would you a win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, don't well, remember, it, I don't remember the 5-0. I remember the 5-0. Yeah. 
I was at there. Yeah. At the, um, yeah. It's great. I mean, both both teams really need the win, don't they? You know, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure Forrest would be happy with a draw, but Liverpool won't be happy with a draw, will they, Keith? We've, you know, we've got we've got Forrest, then we've got West Ham next Wednesday, then we've got Spurs at home in the following Sunday. So, you know, if we've got any chance of getting into Europe, we've got to be looking at, at nine points, haven't you? You've got to. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a chain of thought to say that. Would you want to go into these conference or whatever these cups are called now? You, you lose track of what they are now. Um, or just do similar to what probably Chelsea are going to end up doing, where they're going to fall out of Europe completely yeah. and be able to concentrate on the league next season and, and do it that way. But, you know, I, I, I want to win every game we play in. So for me, we we got to win tomorrow and win the rest of our se- games in the season, which hopefully will give us a good push for the start of next season. You know, you don't want to you don't want to finish the season like you know in a bit of a damp squid and yeah. you know just pissing and out. Um, although it has done to a point, you still want to win your games, don't you? You know, you should want to win your games. It's as simple yeah. as that. John, you, you know what? What do you think? I mean, is is um, is the chance of top four? You think it's gone? You think it's gone? Do you? Yeah. I I think it's gone. But I still, obviously, daily hope we win every game that we've got left this season, and it doesn't just dwindle away, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do go in time, and 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 then we, you know, take it into next season with a bit of momentum. Yeah, you know. Would you be I'm happy with the Europa? Sky. Would be happy with the Europa, or yeah, I don't care. Europa Conference. If, if, if that's what it is. No, if that's what it is, that's what it is. You know, yeah. um, if, if we're in it, uh, we're in it. But, you know, we've, we've got to just try and win all the games. I'm, I'm still scarred by Stoke City beating us 6-1 on the last oh, day when no, it yeah. didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know, it mattered to me. Yeah. Well, we went back, I think... We went back down, we, we, back, back down at half-time and stayed in the, in the concourse underneath them. On the yeah, we did, yeah, we did. Seven. But oh, really... Forrest started all this uncertainty, didn't he, with that uh, result uh, when they beat us 1-0. When Ma- when Van Dijk could have scored four goals, couldn't he, on that day? You know, we had four brilliant chances. Pete, so it's all your fault, uh, <laughs> Liverpool's uncertainty and the fact that we've let Man City walk away or Arsenal walk away with the league. I feel quite was good. It, that was a slip there, Man City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come I'd, on, I'd, Arsenal. City win it, but... I'd rather see Arsenal do it. Yeah, so would I. I think everyone would, wouldn't he? Yeah. But, you know, that that game, that game was, uh, you know, looking back to October, that was the game where there was a dawning realisation. Obviously, the Fulham game, our first game of the season, was like, you know, the the alarm bells were ringing, but they really started going off big time when Forrest won. And it must have been a fantastic uh, atmosphere for uh, Forest fans after that game it was it was it was tremendous and it was it was the first real sign that we, we've got, got bear in mind we went into this season I think at the limit of our ambitions was to get more points than Derby's lowest ever total <laughs> <laughs> um, and until that until until we played you in that one I, I think we really were thinking 11 points is beginning to look a little bit ambitious here uh, <laughs> that 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 did give us a little bit of hope it was a tremendous atmosphere. it was a cup tie wasn't it it was we we were we've been approaching home games like cup ties and it, and it, yeah whatever we've done games like that although we're in the same division as you does feel like a smaller team against a bigger team you know and, I, and I, it, there's no get there's no getting away from that we have approached them like cup ties and funny things happen in cup ties 
And a funny thing happened that day. And, you know, I hate to say it, but nine times out of ten at the minute, you're going to beat us, aren't you? That's the, that's the way it is. Well, you're on, um, is it 27 points? Yeah. Same number as Everton. And yeah. played the same number of games. Uh, and Leeds uh, are on 29 points, same number of games. So it's very, very tight. And, you know, a couple of wins would put you, you know, would take I'm, it out of it, wouldn't it? I'm just looking here and... Yeah, you're looking. You're looking. I don't think anybody's assuming we'll get anything on Saturday. So then we've got yeah. Brighton, good side now, aren't they, Brighton? Got, Brighton got and then Brentford. Yeah. But that bit of a that becomes a bit of a, a need to win or get something out of Brentford away. Not forced to there, are we? But Southampton at home's got to be something that we can aim to win. Chelsea away, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Arsenal home. And then um, away, we finish away to Palace, and that you know they're they're a decent side these days, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. Like I said, when you're at the bottom, everybody looks a decent side. Uh, <laughs> but, even but, uh, yeah, even yeah. But we're not behind everybody else. We're 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 there, you know. And, and other teams like Everton and Leeds are as bad as us. Yeah, clearly. So th- they've got both, to- all all three teams, and it's probably between one of those three, isn't it? Leeds, Everton, and Forest. It struggles to score, and that's it's that's massive, isn't it? When you're in a relegation, but it could come down to set pieces, couldn't it? Penalties and that type of thing. Yeah, I was talking to someone the other night on, on another podcast, actually one of one of one of your one of your podcasts and um, a, a, a rival, a Liverpool think. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it won't be it won't be a Liverpool Echo one. I don't think. <laughs> the LFC poets. They were very nice guys. All oh, right. I don't know if you know them. Um, and one of them had a theory that Southampton were going to slug their way out of it. Um, right. I really hope not, but <laughs> you can't rule any you can't rule anything out, can you? But, no. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, well, on, um, on Saturday, it's, it's Michael Oliver. The man in the middle, and Paul Tierney on VAR. John, what does your little black book say? God, get God, too. God help us. <laughs> oh. Well, Michael Oliver gave Arsenal the game, didn't he? When I put the defeat of Arsenal down to Michael Oliver. Yeah, for that pen. Yeah. You know the pen that he didn't give us, the pen that he did yeah, give them. For them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know <clears throat> that was a terrible yeah. decision, money. It was because I used to think he was all right, Michael Oliver. You know, at one point, yeah, yeah. Um, t- Paul Tierney, you know, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> just shake me head, yeah. Just I, don't I, make a score enough goals, it doesn't matter. Mm. Sorry, Pete, go on. Is, is Pat Partridge still alive? Oh, <laughs> okay, him. Think... <laughs> <laughs> Clyde Thomas, don't start, don't mention his name neither. <laughs> Perhaps give us a slightly dodgy penalty in front of the cop. That'd be cool. Oh, man. oh, oh yeah. you mean like uh, the League Cup one? Yeah, who, 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 yeah who give you one against the old Stafford. Who was that? Old Stafford. Was it in Pat Passage? That's who it was. 
But yeah. Was it? Was it? Never Jesus. a pen, nah. Was it about three yards outside the box? Three yards outside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swings and roundabouts, swings and yeah. roundabouts. Peter, so in terms of uh, classic games against Forest, what's, what, what, what are your memories? There's, there's been a few, isn't there? Um, we didn't, we didn't, when we first started watching football, we weren't in the same division because we, we were down 71 to 76. So um, then we came back 77, didn't we, and started doing stupidly good things. So my, 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 I suppose my classic memories really are of the, of the League Cup final where Chris Woods had yeah, to definitely out of his skin. And just had the game of a lifetime, didn't they? I mean, yeah. And then did it again in the replay. And then we, we get that penalty, not penalty thing. Penalty, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, and then, and then the, the two classic European Cup nights, which were fan, which were fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. The two nil at hours and the siege that it was at Anfield. Um, yeah. It was a remarkable night. I mean, Shilton was, and, and Burns and Lloyd were just phenomenal that night, yeah. weren't they? Was a that was some that was some night. Um, so so they spring to mind the five nil where you played football from another universe. Yeah, we were a good side then. I mean, we yeah. we, finished third, we finished third that year and beat you two one at home, and you just took it to another level, didn't you? That that night that was eighty eight, wasn't it? Eighty eight, that, that was. I mean, that I think probably most of us are going to choose that, aren't we, as our favourite? Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not neither. I'm... Keith, what are you, what's your favourite one? Oh, my, mine is a it's a bit of a story, and I'll try and be as brief as I can. If you remember, remember the group, the chords, remember yeah. the chords years ago. Yeah, yeah. So me and Tony went to watch them the mod band. Friday, yeah, mm. on the Friday so, before. Tony, Tony, you? Tony McClelland. Tony and oh, Tony. Right, okay. And we played Forest in the FA Cup on the Saturday. I think it was the FA Cup. I'm sure it was. And uh, we went down to, to Nottingham on the Friday night to watch the chords. And anyway, cut a very long story short. There's a bit of an altercation with the locals after it. Um, <laughs> and it was only me and Tony. And we bumped into these lads from London who were chords fans, were Millwall fans. So we sort of protected each other yeah. overnight. And uh, we ended up sort of sleeping rough in the, the bus station by the train station yeah. overnight. Ooh, they got off. And then, and then obviously the date, the, the morning of the game, Liverpool fans started pouring into Nottingham then, you know, on the day trains and all that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and obviously it was a cup game, so we went went the game or what have you. And I think Dalgleish and uh, McDermott scored, if I'm not mistaken. I think we won soon, though. But it was funny because we were standing by the uh, the divide between the fans and this this lad for us fans there. And I said, When you were at that club, like, you know, whatever the club was <laughs> named. <laughs> he said, Yeah. So we sort of recognised it from the night yeah, before, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was a good yeah. weekend and we and we ended up beating Forest. It was a it was a good weekend. Was, uh, and what were the chords like? The chords were brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a great yeah. night, and it wasn't that bad, you know. You know, that was the was, mod. That was the mod revival, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was good. It was a good. It was a good weekend. Yeah. yeah. Could, John, John, one song by the chord, but maybe tomorrow, wasn't it? Maybe that tomorrow. Was, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. John. Uh, well, you know, it's the same one, the FA Cup game. Oh. Yeah. Because I will tell you why. Because we couldn't beat Forest then. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to have a, have a hold on us. There was there'd been loads of draws, or I think we might have won. I, I had to look it up what date it was because um, I couldn't remember. But it was 1980, January 1980, yeah. Yeah. and we won two 0 in the FA Cup. All right, great. And I think the ten or so games before that, Liverpool might have won one. And yeah. Forest sub draws and, and Forest had won otherwise. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just didn't, didn't, didn't seem to be able to beat Nottingham Forest at that time. So it was like a, a sweet triumph, if you like, because yeah. we hadn't seemingly we hadn't done it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, yeah. John. Keith, Pete. I mean, in terms of um, in terms of uh, Forest, in terms of that period, is that are the statues are up in Nottingham are they for Clough and people like that? Is it like? I mean, I, I remember seeing that documentary that John John Johnny Owens did. You know the uh, the Welsh the Welsh yeah. lad. Uh, I believe in miracles was it? That's the one. Yeah, it's, it's a brilliant documentary. Yeah, it's a brilliant documentary. It's um, it, yeah, it's it's it, it's magic that, and they were great times, and they're they're known as they're still known as the the miracle man. There's a statue of Clough in in town. Um, I know he's a contentious figure on on Merseyside, but yeah. Uh, for, yeah, but to us, he, he he transformed he transformed the club, he transformed the city, he gave us some of the greatest times of our life. But yeah. he was a flawed character, wasn't he? he was yeah, a, yeah. I mean, I obviously had uh, and massive, the, uh, drink the, problem, didn't he? At the at yeah. the end, you know. And judging him on the standards of the, you got to judge him on the standards of the time. And um, but I, I I I get I get how he um, how he's perceived um, by yeah. some people. Sure, but yeah. I understand. <clears throat> yeah, incredible times for for us. We're, we're, we're you know we've always been a a small provincial club. Uh, spent a lot of our history in the third division south. You know, so and yeah. to turn into what we turned into there was just um, just a once in a lifetime thing, really. So, Peter, let, uh, let's talk about what's happening on Saturday um, at the Grand. Now, you were involved with the FA Cup game when we played there last season. Yeah. Uh, you were involved in um, trying to get uh, trying to get the certain chance uh, stopped by you know Forrest. Uh, I mean, what 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 made you do that campaign, uh, and what how how has it continued into into this season? Yeah, um, so I started out sort of by lobbying the club um, around would they would they mark. Would they mark the fact that it was the first game we'd, we'd, we'd played against you in that in that period of time? And actually, to be fair to them, they they you know they came out with the ninety seven empty seats and the banner thing, didn't they? And a big yeah. feat. I mean, they 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 I think they did what they could there, um, which you know I'm 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 pleased that they did. What got me into it really in the kind of in the in the build up to that, I'd, I'd really just been talking about um, I've just been talking about Hillsborough in the run up to that and how it had affected me. And how it affected other forest supporters that I, I knew, and, so, and somebody contacted me on social media to say, "Do you know about this group? There is a group based in Liverpool yeah. who support people who struggle with with post traumatic stress disorder, who yeah. actually do make themselves available to to, to forest supporters." And I, I I didn't need that help. Um, I'd been through that. I, I had had a period where I could have done with that, um, but I was through that. And my life was going all right. But I contacted them out of interest for because they sounded like decent people. Um, and it and it, it it grew from it grew from that. Um, I'm still in touch with them. Um, I try to do more to help them than they have to yeah. do. To, yeah, but that's and you you did say in an interview ahead that you, a few Forest fans had, had taken up that help, hadn't they? The council they had. Yeah, there's a, there's a few people that I know quite well now who have uh, been put that, put through that um, program that they they put together. Um, and have really benefited from it. I, I, I was on I was on the cop that day at um, at, at Hillsborough, yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, I saw things that as a, as a young man, I would like to have gone through my life without ever, without ever seeing as, as we all did and, and, and being, being <clears throat> what I'd never really been aware of was, was forest supporters who sat down the side. And if you were sat by the corner flag near the Lepping Lane end, um, you had the worst possible view almost. Um, and I, I, I know some people now who are still incredibly triggered. I know people who I used to go to the match with who haven't been since that day still. Uh, yeah. I know a guy who still wakes up regularly in the middle of the night having hallucinations and flashbacks and calls the police because he thinks he's involved in something. There, there are people around struggling with that. I know a guy who was medically trained who was beaten back by the police from getting on the pitch to help people. He's never yeah. got over He's, he's never got over that. Not saying it's our, it's not our tragedy. Nobody, yeah. nobody would. Yeah. But um, we were, yeah. we were there. Therefore, we, we ought to be the people who understand it. Yeah, yeah. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, um, interesting enough, when we played, uh, when the Justice Tonight Band with Mick Jones uh, to raise awareness for Hills, when we played in the lead mill, I think there was a minibus came from Nottingham that night. Um, was it? A lot of them had been at the game. And, you know, they were very, very you know, they were talking about, you know, the trauma that they'd witnessed, you know. I think in a way, in many ways, you know, um, it, it's one of those things that people don't really think about very much, do they? But... You know, you were a bit disillusioned, weren't you, by the cup game because there were some chants from the Forest fans and Liverpool retaliated with uh, scabs. And you did a big um, Twitter feed about that Nottingham hasn't had a, a colliery since the 1960s. And it was, you know, it was an educational thing to a lot of people, I think. Yeah, well, that's like I said, well, I think we, we mentioned in the, the sort of preamble to doing this, didn't we? That um, Nottingham's not been a mining city since I think the last pit in the city closed in '65. Yeah. Uh, it's been a mining county, uh, the yeah. north <clears throat> and round and about. Um, but there aren't many people involved at Forest involved with, uh, that were involved in the miners' strike in any way. And those are the pro- it's a it's a left leaning cosmopolitan for a provincial city. Provincial city. We've never returned anything other than adversely, other than a Labour council. Yeah. Uh, in the odd communist council, we're, we're council. We're quite uh, we're quite unusual in that respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, we're, and we're another city that's been absolutely battered by the Tories over the years, and we're we're, in, yeah. we're we're a hot spot of deprivation now, which is what makes poverty mocking ridiculous coming from our lot, because yeah. on any measure, we are a very 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 deprived city. The the mining. Um, is more the outskirts and the and the, and the county. Club yeah. supported the miners. The club supported yeah. the miners by giving free tickets to striking miners. But you know, so that's all. That's all become a bit. It's all become a bit confused in the in the mists of the mists of time. It does cut raw. There are communities around Nottingham in Nottinghamshire who, who are still raw from 
from the minor strike and the, the scab thing doesn't 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 play well. We get it every time we go to South Yorkshire. That's that's yeah. that's you know that's, that's the... in in the Liverpool game you were pretty disillusioned that you know after all your hard work before the FA Cup game that there's still these chance but I thought you were on Twitter you were sort of like saying you were gonna you've had enough, you weren't going back to the game and I mean what made you change your mind and how how did this campaign uh, for unfailing the banner tomorrow, uh, solidarity with survivors and uh, no to tragedy chatting banner come come about. Don't like to be beaten. Do you know what? I, to I, to I toyed with the idea of of stopping with sort of big league football, um, and for a few months just watched lower league stuff. It was nice, um, but a I missed it, and b I felt like I'd sort of not and not just me, other people as well felt like we're giving in. Why, why, why give in to this? Um, we've got a football club that we're really, really proud of. 99.999% uh, of people who follow that football club are really, really sound. It's like every football club, isn't it? You know, yeah, like most, yeah. Yeah. and society. Most people are all right, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and if, if, you, if people are taking the same attitude that I was in danger of taking, then we'd still be accepting people throwing bananas on the pitch and coming out with homophobic stuff. So, yes. Somewhere along the line, you've got to stand up and be be counted a wee bit. And yeah. there was a lot of support for it. I got a load of... Really, I got a lot of... I, I did pour my heart out a bit post that match. Um, but I got a real, lot of really nice support from, from both cities. Yeah. Uh, more, from, more from the Liverpool end, to be honest. More, yeah. more sort of, don't let them, don't let them grind, you, grind you down, which was yeah. really, really appreciated. Uh, but like I say, it's not it's not just about me that that's 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 the feeling of a lot of people associated with our football club. There might be about two hundred that are maybe still trying to relive their youth um, yeah. and were when we genuinely were rivals. And football was a very different place, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you've got a lot of young lads who are brought up on social media who haven't got a clue what they're talking about. Can I do an yeah. anecdote? Can I? We've got time. Yeah, yeah go on. Yeah, I was sat at the United. This is this is where we're at. I was sat at the United game next to two really nice young lads who've had a season ticket next to me for three or four years now. Um, their dads sit just behind them. They're seventeen, eighteen. The flags on the on the clough stand were half mast for for Hillsborough. Um, one, one, one of these two lads said to his mate, he "said What are the flags are half mast for?" And he said, "Oh, the Scousers." And he said, "What about them?" He said, uh, "They went to that game and pulled a stand down on themselves and killed each other." And the, and the lads sitting next to him, they're not daft lads, said, what's that got to do with us? And he said, I think we were playing them. So I turned to him and said, you're, you know, you, you're sort of on the right lines, but no one pulled a stand down. There was a, there was a crush caused by an inadequate stadium and, and police choices. Um, we were playing them. Um, there's been all sorts of inquests into that. And this, this is what happened. And this is why we should treat it respectfully and, me and the lads sitting next to us said the, all of us sat here were there at that and watched that happen. Yeah. This like Blimey mate, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He, he had no idea. So it's about it's about education to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. And 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 um on Saturday the banner will be unfair, but you you go into the Hillsborough Memorial, but also the Heisel memorial. We are, yeah. That was that was something we thought long and hard about. Um, but how many people would be doing that? Do you think? I couldn't begin to guess. At least a core of a dozen of us. But pro pro from from social media, quite a lot. 
I'm not sure about the Heysel side of it. That will that will be much more quiet. What we did, what we didn't want, what we wanted to put in its box, was all this myth that Liverpool Football Club have never recognised Heysel, and yeah. a lot of actors who the people who are likely to do the chanting would say, yeah, but what about Heysel? They don't yeah, acknowledge. Yeah. And what we wanted to do was put something out there. That, you know, there's even, a, there's even a memorial on the ground. Don't tell me that they don't do anything about Heysel. There's a memorial at the ground. And if you're bothered about Heysel, you could go to it. Yeah. Tell you what, if you want to go to it, you'll find us there as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, that, was, that was kind of the motivation for that. It's, 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 it's secondary to it, really, but it was really trying to make a, it was really trying to make a point. Yeah. No, it's going to be, I think, uh, it's going to be an emotional day. I think, uh, you know, the work you've been doing behind the scenes is absolutely brilliant. And I think, you know, I think most Liverpool fans would say what you're doing is, um, you know, it's it, it's, yeah, it's it, transformational, it's... you know, it's transformational because I think we saw that at Leeds last week where there was a lot of work before the game and Spirit of Shankly... Um, uh, went to the memorial for the two lads who died in Istanbul. So there was a lot of social media activity for that, and then there was no, there was no, um, there was no chance from the Leeds fans. I think, yeah. I think attitudes m might be changing, and it's because of the work that people have been doing behind the scenes. I think really to make it un unacceptable, you know. And, and it's actually right. You say uh, people say people say, oh, it's not about Hills, but it's about Suarez, or it's about. But if people who are at Hillsborough think it's about Hillsborough, it's about Hillsborough. And when, when I hear that chance, um, exactly. when I hear that chance, I think that's about Hillsborough. You know, we yeah. were all there. You know. it, it doesn't matter what the motive, what people who are chanting it think it's about or have convinced themselves it's about, it's about, it's actually an irrelevance compared to the people who are receiving it. It's, it's, it's not the end of there. Must be said, the, the only negative feedback I've had from your end has been the odd person coming on going, Shut up, mate! It's too little, too late. Well, that's that. That to me is a, a silly act because that's really saying, okay, we'll just let it carry on then. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, you know, you want to. Yeah. There are there are things in Liverpool's history that you want to move on from. Yeah, uh, we, don't we? And we we grow up and we act in a grown up sort of way and we recognise that the world changes and we can become nicer people. Yeah. And what's what's done is done, and it is late. It is, of course, it's late. You've been fighting thirty four years over this. You know, I, yeah. we. we that, but we can only do what we can do now. We can't wipe that 34 years out. Well, and, we and also, it's obviously got a lot worse over the last few years, hasn't it? You know, it's it's not, you know, there's club singer to us now who you'd never ever dreamt of singer to you because it's got nothing at all to do with them. But the, because it's seen to be the end thing to do, everyone just thinks it's a laugh and it's not. Arsenal were brilliant, mate. Yeah, they were. But you talk about Leeds. Leeds sang it last year, Peter. Yeah, but well, they I mean, did no. on Monday. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's been yeah, so I, whether it's been a sea change in people's attitudes yeah. or whatever, I don't know. But you know, to think with football and football grounds and football crowds, you'd only want sort of decision away or something happening within the ground, or some some idiot will take it upon himself to say, take umbrage to that and start singing something stupid, and then someone else, and it just rolls down the terraces, doesn't it? Yeah, and you yeah, don't yeah. even think about it, and you don't think about the consequences, and you know. I know you. I stand behind you, Peter. You know what I'm like. I'm very vociferous when I when Liverpool play, but I'd like to think I do it in the right manner. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying people shouldn't get behind the team and they shouldn't do what they think is right for the football club at the time, but 
a lot of people take the easy option. Do you think it's a laugh? And it's not a laugh at all. And yeah. and also to turn around to say to Peter, to Pete, sorry, that's too little, too late. Well, it's not really, is it? Because it's happening a lot more than what it has done over the last up until four or five, six years ago. There wasn't many clubs singing it through, so maybe a little bit longer. Everyone yeah. sings it at Liverpool now. Yeah. Every club, no matter whether it's Premier League, first division, whoever you play, someone will sing it at you. Because mm. you think it's acceptable, you think it's a laugh. Yeah. Pete? And it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pete? Yeah, I've got. I've just got got my hand up to get into the conversation there about what Keith said about when something happens in the game and people perhaps lose control a little bit. Um, when we played you, when when we played you back in the autumn, it was all going very well until something contentious happened on the pitch. Yeah, and that that's when that triggered the, it. That's a spark, the, isn't it? The few hundred, and it, it, we are talking about a, f- a few hundred, maybe not even that. Um, who, were, who, were, who have got a propensity to be unpleasant like that, that's when they took their moment to do that yeah. uh, and lost control. It's not excusing it. It's not saying it's acceptable, but that kind of tends to be the situation when it happens. There is some premeditated stuff. I don't know if you saw the stuff about the stickers on the way to the ground on the yeah. morning. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I got accused of planting in the end. That was an interesting concept. But... Um, you know, so some some people are just unpleasant, aren't they? But they're out there in the they're out there in the world, aren't they? They're yeah, they've got horrible views. Of, they've no, horrible it's a, it's, a, it's a, I think it, it's a it's been a brilliant initiative, you know. And like, let's hope it goes off. Uh, hopefully, it goes off really well. And the, I think is it on six minutes past three, uh, round of applause, is it? And the when the banner gets unfurled, yeah. Yeah, the banner the banner will be unfurled on six minutes past three, and. We'll initiate a, a, a minute's a minute's a minute's applause there, yeah. because we haven't had a chance to do a minute's silence for you. Um, you know, yeah, a, yeah. A, a, so it felt appropriate. Felt appropriate. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah, Peter, if I could just say a personal thanks to you for what you've been doing and organising, and a general thanks to all the Forest fans who were doing it with you. I think it's an absolutely brilliant gesture, and I think the vast majority, if not all, Liverpool fans. Will really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely, it's, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very keen. But to be honest, it's you know, it absolutely isn't just me. I, I seem to have become a sort of spokesman for this by by default. Maybe I don't have enough work to do in me working. Uh, but there's 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 a worked really really hard at this. Yeah. Um, you know, behind behind the scenes, so I, yeah. I, I on this sort of thing and, and yak about it. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks a lot, Pete. Thanks a lot, Pete. Um, Thanks to Pete Hillier from uh, Nottingham, Keith Colvin and John Nicholson. You've been listening to Ali LaRouge. And we won't end the podcast with it. We ain't Nottingham Forest. I'm sure (laughs) we will sing it tomorrow. I hope you do. We've got a ripple. You've been listening to Ali LaRouge. See you in a couple of weeks' time. And hopefully we'll have some more points on the board. All the best. Good luck. You've been listening to the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.